0: You're listening to Love Starts Here, a podcast for smart, successful women who are ready to finally have the love they want and deserve. Whether your relationship status is single, dating, or it's complicated, this podcast is exactly what you need to take your love and life to the next level. And now, here's your host, certified love and life coach, Melissa Snow. Hello friends, welcome back to episode number 31 of Love Starts Here. My name is Melissa Snow and I am your host. Today we are talking about whether or not you are actually prepared for love. I know this sounds really kind of silly and obvious for those of you who are like, uh, hell yeah, I've been waiting my whole life for this. But if you're anything like me and you have attracted a series of bad relationships, men who weren't right for you, men who weren't that nice to you, men who weren't trustworthy, whatever it is, odds are you're probably really well prepared for the next relationship to not work out. But are you really prepared for the next relationship to be everything that you want it to be? Are you really open to the possibility that the next one won't hurt you? That the next one won't lie to you? That the next one won't be too good to be true? Are you really open to that and prepared for it? Most of us spend our lives wanting it, (laughs) We see it on TV, we see it in movies, we see it on social media, and if we're lucky, we see it in our own families. But most of us are led to believe that it will just happen, right? If you think about how it goes in the movies and on TV and in most of the stories that we read... Nobody has to do any like prep work for the relationship. They just happen to be in the grocery store looking at frozen peas at the same time as the man of their dreams happens to be in the grocery stores looking at frozen peas and the rest is history. So we're taught that we don't have to look for it. We don't have to prepare for it. We don't have to be ready for it. We have to just wait for it to happen. And at this point in your journey, you probably are starting to realize that that actually couldn't be further from the truth, because if it was just going to happen, it would have happened by now in a very different way than it has happened. So a lot of my clients will come to me and they'll say, I just want someone to spend my life with. I just want affection, maybe some romance now and then. But if we're being really honest, you could probably find all that tomorrow. You could find someone to spend time with, you could find someone who would be affectionate, and you would find someone who could be romantic once in a while. But that's really not all you want. You want it with a certain type of person who has certain qualities, who has certain values. You want someone who complements your weaknesses. You want someone who's going to be honest with you about the way that he's feeling, even when it's hard for him. You want somebody who's going to pay attention to what you like and what you don't like and make an effort to do more of one and less of the other. And if you're ever going to have the kind of love that you really want, you have to make sure that you're ready you have to make sure that you're actually prepared for it. So the analogy that I like to use is that of going on a job interview. Now, if the interview is at a fast food place or a job that you don't really want, you may not put that much effort into it, but the best jobs require the most preparation. So let's say it's an interview for a position that you really want. You've wanted to work for this company forever. The pay is twice what you've ever made before. The benefits are amazing, et cetera, et cetera. Like it's your dream job. If you really want that job, you're probably not going to show up to the interview in jeans and a t-shirt 15 minutes late and completely unprepared, right? Of course not. You're going to do research on the company as much as you can before the interview. You're going to practice answering interview questions. You're maybe even going to buy a new outfit for the interview. You're going to show up 20 minutes early and you're going to have a thank you card ready to mail that same day. You are going to make sure that you are prepared for this job. And just as the best jobs require the most preparation, so do the best relationships. If you're going to settle for Joe down at the bar, there's probably not much you need to do between now and tomorrow night. But if you're ready to finally have the kind of relationship that you've been dreaming of, you need to make sure that you are actually prepared. So how do you know if you are prepared? By the way, I just have to throw this in if you guys can actually hear it. (laughs) He's had all day to mow the lawn. And now that I'm trying to record a podcast, my fiance is mowing the lawn. I'm really sorry if you can hear it. Okay, so how do you know that you are prepared for the kind of relationship that you want? So, there is the idea of external readiness, things outside of you. So, is your divorce final? Are you still living with your parents? Are you financially stable? Is your child in a good place emotionally? Do you have a solid support system? The external readiness factors are going to be different for everyone, and everybody's going to feel different at different points in those factors. But today, we're really going to focus on internal readiness. Inside of you, are you ready? So how do you know if you are prepared? Number one, you are happy where you are right now. And I don't mean the kind of happy that you try to tell yourself that you are so that you don't feel so lonely. I mean, you are really and truly a happy, healthy, and whole person on your own. You know that there is a difference between being alone and and being lonely, and you've mastered the art of being alone without being lonely. At that point, a relationship becomes a want rather than a need. And here's why that is so important, because when a relationship is a need, you go into it thinking that that will make you feel happy or complete or worthy. When you do that, you put so much pressure on the relationship and you run the risk of becoming very needy and clingy and dependent and codependent and jealous and none of the things that you want to be in a relationship. But when you are already a happy, healthy, and whole person before the relationship, when you already know how to feel confident, how to feel certain, how to feel worthy, how to feel good enough on your own. When a relationship is a want instead of a need, everything becomes easier. You are better at communicating. You're better at standing up for yourself. You're better at setting boundaries and you're better at walking away with your head held high when and if the time comes that you realize that this relationship is not right for you. Number two on the list of how you know you are prepared for a relationship. You are super clear on exactly what kind of relationship you want and exactly the person that you want it with. Now, Don't misunderstand this one. I'm not saying you have to be the person with the five-page checklist that includes things like he's over six feet, he makes over 80K a year, he drives a truck, et cetera. In fact, if you do have a five-page checklist like that, that is probably a sign that you are not ready for this kind of a relationship. These checklists are assumptions about what you think your perfect partner should be, They're actually focused on the wrong things, and they're usually not all that realistic. So what I mean is that you have accepted that no one is perfect, but you know what your negotiables and your non-negotiables are. You know what you absolutely must have in a partner in a relationship, you know what you absolutely can't stand in a partner in a relationship, and you know what you don't like, but are still willing to tolerate. And even more importantly, you know your reasons for these negotiables and non-negotiables. And you like your reasons for them. And you feel totally comfortable and confident standing up for them. All right, number three on the list of how you know you're ready for this kind of a relationship. You have put the past to bed. And I'm not just talking about your past relationships. I'm talking about all of it. You have learned and you've grown and you've healed and you've forgiven and you're truly ready to move forward. You've taken responsibility for the parts that you played and why things worked out the way that they did, and you know what you'll do differently next time and how to do it. So examples of this are things like you no longer think that everyone is out to get you, or you have a hurt them before they can hurt you attitude. You've stopped comparing every new man you meet to your ex. You trust yourself to make good decisions moving forward, and you don't need your friend's opinions on everything. (laughs) When you've done this, when you're at this place, you can be sure that you're not getting into a relationship to try to overcompensate for something in the past, or run from something in the past, or prove a point to someone in the past. You're not looking for someone to save you. You've already saved yourself. Number four, you know yourself and you like yourself. You know why you do the things that you do. You know what your triggers are and you know how to deal with them. You understand that you are the only one responsible for your thoughts and feelings, and you no longer blame other people or feel like a victim. You know when and how to compromise in a way that still feels good to you. So my mentor, Brooke Castillo, talks about this in terms of emotional childhood and an emotional adulthood. So, when we're in emotional childhood, we're not taking responsibility for the way that we feel. We're blaming everything else and everyone else for how we feel and for the results that we're getting in our lives. In emotional adulthood, however, we take full responsibility for how we're feeling no matter what someone else is doing or saying. We take control of our thinking, of our feelings, and we don't blame other people for the results that we're getting. So if you are in emotional adulthood, you know that you are ready for a relationship like this. And number five, you are willing to take your time before jumping into another relationship. I don't know about you, but I have had plenty of relationships that could be summed up like this. Oh, you like me? Great. We're together. (laughs) This is not the sign of someone who is prepared for a good, healthy relationship. (laughs) This is the sign of someone who is trying to fill a void. Someone who is lonely or doesn't feel good enough or someone who's trying to prove something to themselves or their ex or their parents. When you're actually prepared for a relationship, you understand that these things take time. You actually want to take time. You actually want to take it slow and get to know someone and really decide if they're a good match. And you're willing to say, you know what? I don't think that this is where it's at. You're not just desperate to cling to a warm body or the next person who tells you that you're pretty. So as you're listening to this, I'm guessing there were at least one or two that you heard that you're like, "Hmm, I may not be prepared in that area. So First of all, here's the thing. No one is ever in perfect condition for a relationship thinking that you have to be 100% healed or love yourself 100% before you can have a happy and healthy relationship is a completely unrealistic expectation. So that's not what I want you guys to hear me saying. We are all a work in progress all the time. And sometimes relationships can actually help us move forward in a lot of these areas, but you want to at least be on your way first. So to use another one of my favorite metaphors, you want to move all of the big furniture in yourself, and then he can come over and help you carry in the boxes or the plants or the pictures. (laughs) So if you're being honest with yourself and you know that you're not really anywhere close to being ready, that's totally okay. And a good on you for being able to recognize that. There's nothing that says that you have to be prepared by a certain age or a certain stage in your life. You don't have to put pressure on yourself. It's never too late to start preparing for the relationship that you really want. There is no shame in staying single. And in fact, knowing that you're not prepared for a relationship is actually a huge sign of emotional maturity. Otherwise, you just keep getting into these relationships, even if you aren't prepared, and your relationships will continue to be full of conflict and drama and mistrust and loneliness and hurt and confusion. And I don't know about you, but I would take being single over that any day. So if you're listening to this and you're feeling like you might not be prepared for the kind of relationship that you really want, and you want to work towards preparing yourself, there are a couple of things that you can do. Number one is about getting to know yourself better. If you guys have been following me or listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I'm not big on love yourself. I'm way bigger on know yourself. Know the kind of people that you attract and why you're attracting them. Know why your past relationships didn't work out. Know what you like and what you don't like. And I don't just mean in relationships, I mean life in general. I spent an entire year of my life having no contact with men at all, and part of what I discovered during that time was how to be my own best friend. What do I like doing? What's fun for me? What's not fun for me? And I did that outside of the influence of like, I hope he likes me. I hope he likes this. Is he into this? I want him to know that I like this. It was just me getting to know myself. Otherwise, you just keep falling into the same patterns, you continue to make the same choices, and you continue to get the same results. So getting to know yourself is about increasing your awareness. Number two is about getting rid of all of your dirty laundry, aka your exes. Make the phone calls, have the final conversations, write the letter you never send, Whatever it is that you need to do to get the closure that you need to be able to honor your past relationships, to thank them for what they have taught you and the ways that you have grown from them, and then be ready to move on to bigger and better things by taking responsibility, by forgiving them, by forgiving yourself, by doing the work that you need to do in order to move forward from things in your past, to be able to clear a new space for something in the future. Number three, practice setting boundaries and asking for what you want. There's an excellent podcast episode on boundaries that I'll link to in the show notes. You guys have got to go back and listen to that. And then number four is all about being, being patient, being authentic, being yourself and being okay, waiting for the right one. The most challenging part sometimes can be the waiting. It's easy to become bitter and hopeless in that period but you want to remember that it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You want to keep the feeling of hope alive. Keep the feeling of possibility alive. Know how to bring those feelings back when they start to fade, when you start to get jaded, when you start to go back to that space of there's no one out there for me. This is never going to happen. I'm doomed. (laughs) If you can follow these steps, you will be ready for love when it comes. In the Facebook group, Love Starts Here, we're actually going to do a five-day readiness challenge where we dive deep into all four of these things. It's coming up in a few weeks, so if you aren't already in the Facebook group, you want to make sure that you join. I will put the link to join in the show notes, or if you're already on my mailing list, you'll get a notification of that as well. You can sign up to my mailing list from my website, which is also in the show notes, Either way, you guys have got to join us for this five-day readiness challenge. We're going to dive deep into all four of those things, and by the end, you are going to have a solid plan for exactly what you need to do in order to help prepare yourself for the kind of love that you really want and deserve. All right, until then, I hope that you guys have a wonderful week, and I will see you in the Facebook group. Thanks for listening to the Love Starts Here podcast. For more tips, tools, love, and support, be sure to join the Love Starts Here Facebook group. To learn more about how you can work one-on-one with Melissa to take your love and life to the next level, visit www.melissamsnow.com.